Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Open your hearts, loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy. <laughs> yeah. This podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situations, shits and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text, sex, regrets, or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's Welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Andy. And I am Naomi. We are a real-life couple. A real-life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, period, this is what we're doing now. We answer a couple <laughs> different questions, questions from, from a, a couple, couple different, different listeners. listeners. Woo! Andy, how you doing? How you feeling? How you looking? Oh, uh, looking great. Yep, I would say that. Is accurate? Uh, what were the other two? Feeling? Yep. Uh discombobulated from lack of sleep naturally always how you doing what's the third uh hungry can't wait to cook dinner Ooh, baby now naomi mm-hmm. how many if you could 
just take a guess how many of like either intros or when the show when we were doing like that bit in the middle how many of these do you think started with one of us saying uh i have not slept or i'm exhausted 90 percent of them <laughs> and i would say usually you because i don't tell it i didn't like unless you make me tell it right, right. That's i'm what... like not sleeping is who cares it's boring who cares and it's like we get it we're all tired everyone everything sucks all the time. <laughs> but so also, like, you're a better writer because you show and you do not tell <laughs> Absolutely. Whereas they call me William Tell because all I do is have dialogue. So, Andy, you just were on my <laughs> Lifetime podcast, I Love a Lifetime movie, as a guest. <laughs> yeah, did I do it? How did, did I it do you just? Did I do it justice? You know, I wish you were a little more willing to like finesse and fudge things, but mm -hmm. I think you were good. You were you. Hello, Mabel. Yes. Oh, Mabel yes. keeps Mabel is demanding Andy pet her. She's sitting on the chair between us. <laughs> tapping my hand. This morning. Tap, was, tap, tapping on the hand. Was the cutest. So I am exhausted, right? So I, I was up late writing last night. So I, I slept a, in a little bit. And the uh, the cats and Mabel came and joined me on the bed then this morning. Mabel went over to Squee and tapped Squee to try to get Squee to pet her. It was so cute. She was, you know, she's got such short little limbs. So when she like tries to reach, she can't go far. And so Squee just kept like pushing his head back. And he's, he's like, he didn't leave, which I was very happy. You know, he didn't let her, you know, intimidate him. But she's trying to get him. He's like, leave me alone. I'm not going to pet you. <laughs> it was so funny. Naomi, speaking of wonderful moments. Yes. Between two or three animals. <laughs> Who's our guest on today's episode? Oh my God. Well, of course, today's guest, you've already heard her dulcet tones, is the hilarious writer, comedian, actor, musician, musician Ricky Lindholm, honey. I feel like when I said musician, I should have ended that with honey. <laughs> You know Ricky, perhaps, as one half of the hilarious, brilliant Garfunkel and Oates. You also know her from her show Another Period on Comedy Central. Maybe you've seen her on Knives Out. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Ricky's also a voice on Duncanville on Fox. I mean, she's out here booked, busy, blessed, and we love it. This was this exciting. Was this is exciting. Combo. I was they if you uh, have not heard um both her and Kate were on our live show uh what, what like a year and a half, 2 years ago. Of course, like that, that had to be how long ago <laughs> at the very least. <laughs> 9 years ago. I really time you know in the quarantine just did not make sense. So, um my all my estimates are off. Like it's like my bar mitzvah, what was that? Uh, last month? <laughs> But um, I mean, I have been a huge fan of Garfunkel and Oates for, oh my God, like 15 years now? Something like that. I remember like uh, seeing Kate on Scrubs when I was in grad school. That's where it was. Wow. And, then, and then investigating her online in the early days of the internet and then finding Garfunkel Early Oates. days of the internet. 2005 <laughs> you know, the mid, was not the, the early days. The mid-aughts. <laughs> the mid-aughts. So, uh, so, yeah, so this was very exciting to just like sit down two on one and talk to to Ricky. Um, before we get into the episode, though, Naomi, what? I would like to, uh, someone sent us, someone sent us a, uh, anonymously on Instagram. Let me, ju I'll just read it. You know what? Sometimes we get, uh, you know, we got a lot of advice questions asked, but sometimes people send us stories. I love it. Not fictional. <laughs> I, <laughs> I said that so people don't send us their like, they're like, I just... <laughs> 
I just wrote some uh, fan, some slash fic, uh, <laughs> Buffy and Kirk. Uh, hi, Naomi and Andy. I love the podcast so much, and y'all have definitely helped me through my most recent breakup. I thought that as a treat, I would bring you a tale of karmic retribution. Ooh, I love it. I love a tale of karmic wrath. <laughs> so about <laughs> so about a month, <laughs> month ago, I came home from work, and as I opened the door, I noticed that the TV was gone from our mantle. Oh, my God. So I'm asking my boyfriend what happened, and he was just sitting on the couch, staring at me. He told me nothing happened and that I should sit down. He proceeds to break up with me, and that's when I realized he moved his stuff out already. Oh! He randomly had the day off, so I had been excited to come home from work and hang out, since he usually didn't get home from work until 11.30 p.m. He was supposed to make us dinner that night, and all I got was a breakup and a half-empty apartment. Oh, yeah, and a bag of donuts he bought for me. (laughs) Bag of donuts? Can you believe this shit? He left me a box of donuts. That's all in capital, so clear. I'm not just screaming (laughs) the usual way I scream. Anyways, to the karmic retribution story. He has been staying with a friend on his couch, and him and I have been semi-in touch still because I'm codependent, but I'm working on it. Oh, my gosh. The other day, he told me that his friend has bed bugs (laughs) and that they had to throw away a bunch of stuff. I feel bad for him because nobody deserves bed bugs. But at the same time, I think the universe is in equilibrium again and that my emotions have been avenged in some way. Anyways, thank you for reading my message, and I hope this brought you some satisfaction. I wrote back to Anonymous, and I said... You know, some people do deserve bed bugs. I was just thinking that. I'm like, absolutely. Some people absolutely. do. Absolutely. Some people do. Somebody who take their day off to move out without telling you and leave you a box of donuts, like the saddest consolation prize in the history of who wants to be a millionaire. <laughs> Good pull. Thank you. I would have gone with press your luck. I was thinking, I was trying to think of one of those, and then I was like... It, it wasn't at Wheel of Fortune, but uh, then it's like, what was like another? Anyway. A year's supply of turtle wax it's... and a box of Entenmann's donuts. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but I said, I'm like, you know what? Some people do deserve that's, hey, if that's a lesson, if that's the only lesson you take from couples therapy, it's that some people do deserve bed bugs. We love it. <laughs> we love that. That's gorgeous. Well, now knowing that all is right in the universe, why don't we listen to a conversation that lets us know? Everything's going to be okay with Ricky Lindholm. Roll it. Okay, random question. Yes. Is Ricky short for something? It's short for Erica. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was I my name. Was Nordic. No, it was I was um Erica when I was born and then my brother was 2 and couldn't say my name and just started calling me Ricky from the moment I came home from the hospital. So, I've been oh. Ricky my whole life. Oh, okay. But you were forced to be Ricky by your brother. <laughs> yeah, but everyone's forced to be whatever name they're given. So. That's true. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, but we're forced I, I guess, to be whatever people call us, you know? <laughs> I guess what I meant was you had a nickname foisted upon you. Yes, I without, did. Because my sister's name is Erica. Oh. And she has no nickname as far as I know. Right. It is just Erica. Right. Erica. Does she feel was. like an Erica? Because I don't feel like I feel like an Erica. Weirdly, you don't strike me as an Erica. I know. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, she doesn't. you don't strike me as an Erica. 
Yeah. But of course, then again, I have only known you as Ricky. But in my head, it was like literally like short for something like Nordic, Scandinavian. And I was like very excited for like this like Viking story. That would make sense. <laughs> Although Kate and I, Kate Micucci and I realized that we were given the wrong name, that we should have been given each other's names. Like I should, oh, okay. I'm totally a Kate Lindholm and she's absolutely <laughs> a Ricky Micucci. Like we're just, we were like, oh, we, we should have swapped. Like, that, like it's absolutely wrong. Her, oh like, my god! I should Ricky be Kate Micucci. That is pretty Italian. Yeah. And it's so Kate Rick, Rick, Ricky Micucci. She's so cute and and like Kate Lindholm. Like, yeah, it just yeah. feels right. Kate what is that called? Nominative determinism. Do you what? guys do you guys believe in nominative determinism? That your name somehow confers something uh, on you, like gives you sort of personality mm, or yes. some sort of attribute. Your name. I think it can. But yeah. I don't think it's like definite, meaning because I do think certain names do carry uh, connotations that then the world will treat you like that name. Like, for yes. instance, I feel like the new generation loves to name their children like grandma names from the like 40s. Mabel. Yeah. Yes. Which is our dog's name. Right. But it's like, I'm is it really it's like, my plant's name. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, wait, let's Hold go on. back. Yeah, wait. What do you mean it's your plant's name? Let's go to your plant. I, I've had the same plant for over a decade. And so what? 10 years in, I was like, I'm going to name you. Wait, how so. did you, what kind of plant? How did you keep a plant alive that long? I, it was just from, it was like a Home Depot plant. I don't even know. It was a teeny little plant. And now it's in a huge, it just has grown. It's like Audrey too. It's I was just about like to say grown. it was an Audrey too. Yeah. Moment. And so I, I thought Ricky. eventually she deserved a name. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. I'm very what are you impressed. saying about grandma names? Yeah, it's people. But like, you know. I feel like now like there's like, you know, a lot of, like, you've got some Mabels, you've got some Ethels. And I think that they're going to be like regarded as old ladies. Yeah. You think it gives them an old lady spirit? Yes. Or at least like people look at you and it's like, Mabel? Hazel? Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Hazel. Absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a real good one. A lot of my Milo's named... running around, oh, which to me is a pet name. Yeah, it is. My Even friend named my... her daughter Vivian, and that feels very, what'd you call it? No- nom- determ- Nominative what? determinism. Nominative. It feels like that. Like, it feels like she has to be regal some, or, you know, I don't yeah. know. Like Vivian right. Westwood. Yes, yeah. exactly. Vivian. Well, also, we're Chris Garcia, comedian. Do you know him? Yeah. He is a baby girl, and her name is Sunny. And he was talking about Sonny Garcia. And it's like, he's like, she's got to be a musician. She's yes. got to be like something. And it's like, yeah, it's like you put a name together that conjures an image. Mm-hmm. And I think it can happen. Yeah, she's got no choice. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. She's hip and cool. Mm-hmm. I want to point out, by the way, we are flying a little high today because we got, speaking of Mabel's, Mabel uh, it had a mastectomy last week. Our little oh. Mabel, not oh your gosh. plant. Yeah. And uh, we got the biopsy results today. Cancer free. No cancer in that Yay. tissue. No cancer in those oh lymph nodes. Oh my gosh. I didn't even know dogs could get a mis- This is news. Oh my God. She's got the mastectomy. She's getting some chemo just to get any little like cells in case something wow. spread. And mm. she's very petite. You haven't seen Mabel. I've have never you? seen her. She's no. very little. And so it's just like wild that they just like. You know, you know, dogs have a whole bunch of breasts. So when they say mistake to me, honey, they're getting in there. It was like it was total recall times three. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so glad she's okay though. I know. And she's got her little energy. She's already kind of like, yeah, she it's amazing how animals can adapt because she obviously like hates it. But like she just falls asleep with the cone on and is like, this, I guess, is my pillow. And yeah, they're just like, okay, I have three legs now. That's just. Right. I'm in a cage now. Just I like, just, yeah. 
roll with it. Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't even take like when my show goes off the air. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's terrible. But I want to let you know because this is the I the lightest I felt since uh, either Trump got COVID or Biden <laughs> or Biden was a, like the day of the um, of the Four Seasons debacle. Like one oh. of those days was I felt very light. The Four Seasons total landscaping was so good. That was <laughs> so good. That was that was a levity we all needed because it's exactly. the kind where like no one got hurt. It was just like funny. And just dumb and also and just the dumb. perfect way for an idiot to go out. <laughs> right? Like you're just like, see, see? It's like so funny. Can you read that in us, Ricky? Can you read the the lightness? Can you I see can. Our, our I'm happy for you. That's so good. <laughs> but Ricky, we didn't come here to talk about mastectomies. No. We do that every week. We came here, to talk, <laughs> came here to talk to you about being born in Pennsylvania. Oh, I'm. yeah. And I was going to say about how I was like, I imagine Ricky grew up in a happy home where she was constantly affirmed because yes. you seem to have a healthy self-esteem and a glowing, a glowing energy. Yes, <laughs> you radiate happiness. That's I think. Really? That's yes. so funny. I, I did grow up in a happy home. I was very loved and like, I just, I just had, I just hit the parent jackpot. <laughs> like in the last 24 hours, or well, I guess two days, I got an Easter basket from my mom oh. and my dad sends me inspirational quotes in the morning. Like every this morning? Is, not every morning, but many mornings. Like I don't know why I keep this... going in my upper register. I'm just really like, <laughs> well, my voice is really high. Maybe you're matching it. Today, today it says power of urgency. If you give yourself 30 days to clean your home, it will take you 30 days. But if you give yourself three hours, it will take you three hours. The same applies to your goals, ambitions, and potential. You create a new life by creating more urgency in your current one. See, that would stress me out. <laughs> more urgency. I'm like, Dad. Oh, I thought just like getting texts like that from my parents would stress me out. Oh, well, the I'm one just... before that says, "Be so good they can't ignore you." Okay, I love so, that. Direct. Yeah. Good morning. I mean, it's so, nice. Yeah. I enjoy the sentiment that's that's underneath that. Yes. But just getting that kind of like, I'm not built. This is why I'm like, I was curious from Pennsylvania. Yeah. Which me- which should mean that you're emotionally closed off. That's what it should mean, mm-hmm. right? That's what Pennsylvania eat, means you eat pretzels to me. for your feelings. <laughs> Why? Well, I, I definitely used to. I I don't think I'm. Yeah, I'm not emotionally closed off. I'm emotionally adventurous. Wow. Yeah. I but I also like I paid the price for that. You know, I get crushed all the time. Like mm. I just am like I pick myself right up and I run at things and I get right. my heart broken constantly. I get disappointed. Con- like I like. I'll, I'm still that idiot who like I really want this role or I like I'm in love with this person and then I get crushed and then have to rebuild. Like, that's do you kind find of your rebuilding goes faster? You yeah. know what I mean? Because okay, yeah. like when you kind of like if you get down with a part, like how long will you be sad if you don't? Uh, usually a day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That day Sometimes, that's not bad. Yeah, then, like a day. When like a relationship, will you be when like when you're like, you know, it goes south, will you be like, you know what, let me get back on the apps and get out there? Or are you like, I'm going to sit, I'm going to get connected with some inspirational quotes? I get connected with some, I I fall, I cry and cry and then I get back on the horse or the apps or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But you know that Taylor Swift song, Look What You Made Me Do? Yes. No. She's got that <laughs> she's got that line that says, Honey, I rose up from the dead, I do it all the time. I'm like that oh that's me. That's my motto. <laughs> yep. Wow. Take Although it. She like, is from my neck of the woods. Is she's she? also Pennsylvania. Yeah, she's Pennsylvania. She's Reading. Oh. There you wow. go. Yeah. Wait, where in Pennsylvania were you? Um, Cowdersport, but we left when I was one. Oh so. okay. So she doesn't have Pennsylvania in her. Right. Yeah. But you just like wait, you went upstate New York, right? Yes. So pretty yeah, close right. to Pennsylvania. Same different. Yeah. Yeah. Same yeah. vibe, I would admit. Same vibe in that near Buffalo. 
Yeah, Taylor Swift is from Pennsylvania? I didn't know that. Yes. I don't know why that makes sense. Move her to Nashville. You know, because she was like, I want to be a star. We've got to go to Nashville. Dang. Those are parents. Those are supportive parents. (laughs) They're like, okay, yeah, we're not doing anything. (laughs) (laughs) No problem. Yeah, my parents would have been like, oh, you want to do that? I guess you can do this thing if you get a ride home after school. (laughs) (laughs) It would have been like, yeah, you want to go to Nashville for spring break? Like, we can do this? No. Oh, God, no. I could. I wouldn't even do that. No. No. They wouldn't even let you do that. I didn't get to go to Ocean City. Did you guys have. (laughs) Did you guys have senior week in your high school? In your yes, high we didn't go to Ocean City, Maryland, but we did go to Virginia Beach. Mm. Oh. And then sometimes they, the senior week would go to Myrtle Beach, North Carolina, which is like the same thing as all those okay. other two places. Oh, Wait, were you, the, were you a person who was like into the idea of senior week? Uh... <laughs> no I had I was like by the time I was a senior in high school I was just like waiting for my life to start I like could mm. not wait to go like I was just like it just yeah I was just biding my time till I left I don't know why I just had a vision in my head of you in high school as a goth I don't know why <laughs> it doesn't seem like it matches your personality no I've had like... the same style for 42 years like I've always had like this is exactly what it was this yeah, was not fully that. formed I was like five and I'm like this is the hair I have this is the like clothes I wear and I've never changed I had a very weird vision of you just like Robert what's the guy from the Smiths not the Smiths that's the guy from the Robert Cure. Smith from the Cure? Robert Smith from the Cure. right <laughs> For some reason, I had a vision of you like that. I don't know why. Oh, my God. I can't imagine. Were you goth? No. I don't no, know. Again, I'm like, I'm dressed the way, like, I've always just wanted to, like, wear T-shirts and band T-shirts and jeans. <laughs> That's basically my style from age 13 or 14 to now. And right, if like, it works. Have well, you, has your style like, changed a lot? Um, a little bit in that I wear colors now. And patterns, which I didn't. I was very much like gray, dark blue, you know, loose. I mean, in eighth grade, there were some Mickey Mouse sweatshirts that really saw a lot of action. (laughs) But it was like really like, I was not. I was very much like trying not to be seen. Mm. Um, And so I would just dress, yeah, real like. I mean, I got roasted. I got like made fun of for wearing a medium. Okay. So it's like, so it's like. Wait, a medium in size? Yes. Wow. Not a Long Island medium (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt. I believe, Andy. I'm trying to reach people from the other side. Yeah, so it's like, it was one of those where it's like, just like cover up and be baggy and don't wear too much, so. Right. I don't know anyone who wasn't bullied. Anyone, like anyone. So when every, like (laughs) celebrities are like, you know, they're like, I was bullied. They, they called me long legs or something you're like everyone <laughs> like that's not like you're like th- then i became a supermodel and showed them and you're like right. no like they like everyone seems to have like the memories of the times that they were wronged and i was like well who was doing the wronging like i think we were all kind of assholes yeah do you think like, at least in our minds like i don't know if we were vocal about it but yeah do you think whoever the celebrity is in your mind that you you uh that you are picturing right now. Do you think that they are just saying that because they are very successful and they need some, they need like the stink of relatability. That could be the stink of relatability. So they say like, Oh yeah, I was bullied. Is that a normal thing? Right. They like talk to like, uh, the uh, their accountant or whoever's <laughs> around them, and they're just yeah. like, uh, like wait, "What happens to your kids? They get bullied. Yeah. 
Yeah, How do I okay. make women like me? Yeah. This is I was bullied yeah. for being skinny. Yeah. And I know that people who are body positive will tell me that, yes, you can be bullied for being skinny. Yeah. And I'm aware of it, but I'd still prefer that to fatty. They said you my, my jaw was too chiseled. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one time in eighth grade, I got, uh, it was like a coordinated attack where the, my whole friend group was nice to me until lunch. And they all knew it was coming. They just decided that they decided like the night before on the phone that I was annoying. That was my offense, which I'm like, fair enough. And we, I go in there and my whole morning, I'm like with my friends. And then we we go through the lunch line and I sit down and they all got up and moved to the next table. And then I was like, oh, what's going on? I kind of followed them. And then I followed them again. And this kid turned to me. He goes, we're leaving because of you. And they're like, we're mad at you. And I was like, why? And they're like, because you're annoying. And then I like sat by myself for like a week. Um, what? I have memories like that. Yeah, that is wh- children are evil. The <laughs> Wait, ability what? to make that coordinated attack. Yeah, what, what was that about? Especially they, back in the nine. Like, yeah, this was not like you could that have was a text chain. This was like yeah. they had to like it was a phone tree they had situation. To, yeah. Hard. Yeah, this was a phone tree. They had situation. to have a meeting. A lot they had of to work. get together. It's like okay, now you call Tom and tell him that we are yeah. going to all get up at twelve oh seven. Wait, was yeah. there some inciting incident? No, or, like, that was the weird part. It was the girl sort of in charge of our group decided I was annoying. Right. I mean, I get, I understand that because I always felt annoying as a kid. <laughs> no, my friends didn't do anything like that. They yeah. like, they tolerated it for whatever. <laughs> well, men aren't like, like that as much. Like, did you guys see Promising Young Woman? Not but yet. There's, we don't have uh, a DVD player. Oh, okay. So. There's like, um, this is not a spoiler alert, but just the way she goes about her like revenge things or her mind her the way her mind works is just so female where it's like I love that it's so it's just different than a male revenge movie because it's just things that men would psychosexual think of. games really yes that men brains. wouldn't think of men men don't take their time and plan it seems they just like they don't do the coordinated attack right right they just like punch someone or whatever do you remember like so you said you sat alone for a week and now let's go going back to Ricky as someone who you know feels deeply. Was it a dark oh. week, a crying oh, week? Crying. Like, it was yeah. never going to end. Yeah. 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 And then did they come back to you or you just found a new crew? No, they forgave me. Wait, but for, <laughs> there was nothing to forgive. I could understand if there was a transgression. You you transgress, they punish. <laughs> yeah. It's biblical, right? <laughs> there is. <laughs> but like, they just decided, they like, out of the blue, they're like, we don't like some personality trait of yours. Yeah. And then they, for in quotes, forgive this personality yeah. trait. It's yes. not like you like, was that a week of introspection where you're just like, <laughs> I am very, sometimes I can be a little hyper. I <laughs> mean, like, well, a little bit, been? but you know, it was weird. It's like, I always had that same personality where a little bit, like I wanted to like, t- like be seen less. And then I was like, no. Like, fuck, you know, I just got back up, you know? I'm like, yeah. I'm going to be annoying. I would make to-do lists on the back of my test because I always finished first. Like, I wasn't annoying. I would make, oh. like, go- life goals. Like, I was just, like, always, like... I love it. Yeah. So, oh. wait, were you self-aware? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was always a version of me looking at me. Yeah, me too. And then I would react. I would like change my own behavior based on this specter that my brain <laughs> created. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, no, you... I knew what they meant. Like, I, I knew, you know, I was, I'm just from like a really small town. It was more relaxed. And I was just like, when do I go? How do I get out? What do I do? Like, okay. Yeah. So was it a little maybe like, um, what's her name? 
Tracy Flick energy. Yeah. A real focus, <laughs> a girl with an eye on the prize. Yeah. A little like, uh-huh. we yeah. gotta do it. Totally. And like, my friends were more the Tammy Metzler energy. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that makes sense then. If you were, if that was also you, if, if you were fully formed at five. <laughs> Right. Then you, well, again, obviously I don't know you uh, uh, outside of your art, really. Right. I only know you from the, the things I've seen the you work. in, your music, that kind of stuff. But if, uh, but it seems like that is a, uh, that that is not far from who you are as a person. Not that far. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so that, that explains then the kind of like energy that I get out of your work. Yeah, because right? you owe like if you're like this and you've always been like this. Yes, you're, you know. I feel like I'm just like more like Sisyphus though than Trace. You know, I'm just like I just get the but the boulder like falls back down on me and then I'm like okay, well <laughs> I don't remember what happened. I'm gonna push it back up. Yeah, <laughs> I don't re- see. That's the beautiful thing. I want the memory of a goldfish. Yeah, that's how you keep at it. It's Sisyphus with a con- he gets a concussion every yeah, time. Every time yes. the boulder the comes boulder down, falls back down. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That's the dream. Yeah. Now, do we know if those friends are doing poorly? Because when people, <laughs> I hate them. And I have really pretty, like, strong feelings about people who, whereas I think a lot of people say, you know, forgive your childhood bully or forget what that time was. Yeah. I believe that is true evil and that person <laughs> should never succeed. Because to me, if you could do that kind of evil at 13, <laughs> what do you do once you get a driver's license and some money of your own? Oh, These people know. are only getting worse. Probably, I don't. I honestly don't think about it at all. Name oh, them right weird. here and let's look them up. I'm gonna look them. You can give <laughs> I, name them off, Mike, and then I will look them up because I do need to know if they're like living their best life. If they, it's, do you know, know what the problem is though? Everyone in my town gets married, and so they're hard to look up because they all change their names. Yeah. But on Facebook, I've seen all my friends from high school that got married and and uh, changed uh, took their spouse's name. They have their maiden name in parentheses. In parens. Oh, in case anyone wants to find them. And yeah, I'm not (laughs) on Facebook. So, and I'm not on Twitter either. So I can't find anyone. You're not on Twitter? No, I deleted my Twitter as like a New Year's gift to myself. (laughs) Yep. You're not missing out on this. But anyway, but we have a saying on the show sometimes, name them and shame them. (laughs) (laughs) That is what we like to do. Also very, you know, I'm very much into you know, succeeding to make other people feel bad. Like every time you're on television, I would like to imagine that 13 year old witch <laughs> seeing it and being like, see, this is what happens when you're annoying. Right. You book it. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Syndication, baby. I annoyed my way to the top. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just never think of, I don't know. I just never think about yeah. junior high or high school. Because yeah. really. you're a positive yeah. person. You were, again, you're, you radiate positive energy. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking about revenge. Right. But, like, I feel like my the, the way I was treated in high school was so much worse that I'm, like, junior high feels like nothing, you know? What'd they do to you in high school? Just, like, it was, like, they a They call dull... you long legs or, like, worse? They, they said, you're so skinny with huge boobs. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, there was just, like, weird things from, like, people's parents. And, like, it was weird. I was definitely a target. Wait, 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 sorry. Do you mind? Okay, we, okay we well, poke just a se- for a second. I, yeah. I also, what we're looking at though, we're going to, we need to get into it. Also, what, you know, you said it was a small town. Can you paint yeah. me a little more of a picture of this town so that I can kind of understand why parents were coming for you? So a thousand people. Uh, when I go uh-huh. back, it's lots of Trump stickers. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, not a town. I mean, really just more of a collective. A settlement. Yeah. A settlement. <laughs> it, was, it was a village. It was technically a village. A village. Okay. <laughs> 
But okay, so you're in the village, and what are these adults doing? I just I don't Comics? I don't know. Like in a probes? Uh, no, no, nothing okay. like that. Just like I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it was just weird, weird shit. I don't know. <sighs> Give me the name of this village. <laughs> I gotta look was- up this village. It was just like, but it is funny. Like, I swear, I don't think about it a lot. It's just like coming up on this podcast. Good. That's what we want. But, we want you going back into yeah. your past. Yeah. Mining your darkest memory. Yeah. <laughs> this is, I do think this is an interesting, this is like a, um, you know, in like cartoons where one, where like people are battling yes. and someone like Cyclops from the X-Men shoots his <laughs> eye beams and at someone else, and they shoot some eye beams at him, yes, and then the eye beams meet in the middle. Your positive energy is shooting out of the zoom at us, and our uh, negative energy. <laughs> yes, shoot, yes, yes, yes. And they're meeting. They're like play. They're, they're strong. They're both strong. It's like oh Luke Skywalker and the other guys' lightsabers. <laughs> <laughs> and the other guys. Yeah. What's his you name? mean Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> yes. No, I know he's not it. What is that guy? Darth Vader, and then the. There's yes. the, other, the old guy. The emperor. Emperor. Okay. Is, that just, like, is he just the emperor? Uh, I believe. Everyone's got such good names. He's just the emperor? I believe his name is Emperor Palpatine. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. And I, don't be ashamed of no. I'm oh, ashamed because I, I don't really like Star Wars. And yet, yeah. I, because my friends like Star Wars, uh, by osmosis, I know lots of trivia about <laughs> it. And I don't really, it's fine. Right, but you feel like to know that trivia misrepresents who you are. Right now, X Men. I'm not ashamed at all. You guys want to ask me? You guys want to ask me uh, what's Gambit's real name? I got that on lock. We don't want it. What's a Gambit? <laughs> what's a Gambit? That's good, Ricky. That I actually don't up. know. He's a guy uh, who like he's like a Southern guy who tosses cards. He's, uh, Is that correct, uh, Andrew? Cards. <laughs> He's, he's like the, he's like the Jeremy Renner equivalent with his little bow and arrow. He tosses cards, kind of right because all the cards cut people. Channing Tatum was uh, <laughs> was like itching to play him, and has, oh. um, from what I understand, tried to get a Gambit movie off <laughs> the ground for years, and, and he couldn't do it. Him. Channing I, couldn't do it. That's yeah. weird because I'm thinking Channing Gambit. Winning combo. Natural, natural. Natural. Stockard Channing. Queen's Gambit. It's all coming together. (laughs) I understand. Um, Um, Wait, what were you going to say? Oh, I was, I was going to like, okay, so you're, it's so high school. So like the adults are bullying you. The the other students are bullying. And that's, that's where, were you before, before that, were you already like, did you have your, uh, your mind set on getting the hell out of there? Or was it everyone? being an asshole. No, I just always wanted to live in a city. Mm. I would see like New York City on a in a movie and just be like that's for me or see Hollywood. It just felt like I just wanted to live in a city. It's interesting cuz I feel like you were that same way too, Andy, yeah. like growing up in Pennsylvania. I guess I wonder do you think were you giving off the like fuck this two-bit town energy? Oh, cuz that's saying? possible. That is possible. <laughs> that is yeah. that's a distinct possibility. Not a, not intentionally, but it's possible. Yeah. yeah. What I'm really imagining is like a Stephen King vibe, in that <laughs> because like if ever, like village, some dark energy, village, yeah, yeah, some dark energy that's infected everyone, adults and children alike, <laughs> and somehow you're and it was you're me. The, yeah, yeah, you're immune to it. Oh, so you're immune. Oh. I'm the cause. Yeah, you're the <laughs> cause. So you're you. So you like generate by uh, you. You're sunny. You are. You have a sunny disposition because mm-hmm. you're sucking everyone else's life. Wow! Wow! Yes. Wow! It's like that kid 
from the Twilight Zone. Remember, he's got the power over the town, and then all the adults are afraid right, of him. Right, but he's not sucking their energy out. He just is omnipotent for some reason. Yeah, but the idea of a child being in charge, you get it. <laughs> it's the same vibe in general. It's like the energy vampire. Do you guys watch um, What We Do in the Shadows? Yeah, Absolutely. That, that yes. Mark Prosh, Prosh, is that saying it? Yeah. He's that energy vampire. He's so good in that show. Yeah. I yeah. know. And then do you remember that episode where Vanessa Bayer comes in also as an energy so vampire? Good. And so it's like the both of them trying to destroy these people in a workplace. Uh, oh. And it's for some reason as a, when I see the energy vampire as a woman, I'm like, yes, I know that person. Yeah. That person who's like always having a problem and will tell you all of it. And yeah. normally I like it though. Yeah. Normally I like someone just unloading. Yeah. I'm, I have this like, woman I'm, that I run into maybe every two or three years, but Every time I I know it's coming when I run into her and she like whatever she's going through she like puts me in her camp and I never know what to do. She'll just be like what she'll she'll say stuff like she'll come up and she'll go what happened to us and I'm like wait why oh, why no. me and no but she's just like she's like why did why are we like this and I want to be like are we like I you know yeah do you mean your relationship with her why is it like this or no whatever like whatever's going on in our lives you know. Our like, lives. why are we single or why are we not, like, oh, okay. whatever it is. Like, she's like, how did this happen to us? And I'm like, wait, why am I in this boat with you? Like, I, and you can't correct them. You can't be like, no, just you, you know, like. I'm imagining, by the way, mascara dripping. Your imaginings today are huge. Your imaginings are wild. My brain episode. is freed from the stress of worrying about Mabel. Yes. And so it's now kicking into overdrive. So now your, so your nice. imagination can run wild. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we got a little bit. I, I think, are you ready well, to answer? No. Well, well, I, he's not ready to answer uh, questions. Because mm-hmm. I have a question. So were you ever, were you dating at all during this time? In so, high school? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. against you. I was so boy crazy. <laughs> you were, okay. Yeah. A real boy crazy Stacy. Okay. Yeah. I went to like a different proms at different schools. And, yeah. <laughs> different villages. Wait, what? Yeah. Different villages? Well, it's a, if it's a thousand people, you end up meeting people from other villages, you know. <laughs> so you're just on the prom circuit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do, you all, do you always like have a boyfriend? Uh, like, no, not always. Okay. No. But like since you, I don't know if it was like since you were, because I don't really... It wasn't until college that I had my first boyfriend, but I didn't have many, but like high school was not, it was not the time for me, you know, Mm -hmm. like I was kind of sexless, horny, but sexless. Right. (laughs) That's a, that's a common thing. I was just like boy crazy. I was just like in love with everybody, you know, Mm -hmm. like you had uh, pictures from Tiger Beat taped on your wall. No, in love with like kids from my school. Real people she could with, see every day, and their and their faces cut out from pictures and, and <laughs> right, put over right. the face of like <laughs> Danny Bonaduce. Who's Bonaduce. Yeah. Oh, good God! Who <laughs> would be a Tiger Beat in the like late eighties, early nineties? Menudo. Mm-hmm. Menudo. Uh, what's his name? With Joey McIntyre. Oh, the cutest. Joey Mac. Yeah, Joey oh. Mac could get it. Yeah. Jordan Knight. I was very into Jordan. Mm. Jordan Knight could also get it. No, he's I also. Re- hot. I, I was remembering when when you and Kate were on the live show back mm-hmm. when we could gather without fear. Um, <laughs> I remember you. I think I think this is right. This is the depths of my memory. But I think you guys said that th- this was like your longest relationship. You guys as creative and friends. Yes. Well, it's been we've been in a partnership for twelve years now. So. Yes, I have not been in a romantic relationship for 12 years. So, yes. Are you like a serial monogamist? Um, no, I go through long periods where I'm single or just like dating or then I'll have a boyfriend. I just sort of cycle and it just depends on, I don't know, like luck, yeah. I guess. <laughs> 
But like you're not you, like when you're single, you're fine. You're not like I gotta get someone. I gotta get. It a depends. It depends. Like I'm usually fine, and then like it'll come a time where I'm like, okay, I'm over this. Like I can't handle this anymore. <laughs> you know. So it gets it like builds up. Yes. Yes. Well, because it's always fun at first. Yeah. You know, you have like you can do whatever you want. You know, and you're like, right. oh, I don't have to. I don't care. They don't have to care what he wants to watch. But you just have this freedom. Yes. Yes. And then after a while, you're like, well, I want to watch what someone else wants to watch. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right? Isn't that everybody? Yeah. And then, yeah. And then you talk to Mabel, your plant. Yes. How you long have you guys been together? Uh, 11 years. 11 years. Wow. Almost as long as me and Kate. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Do you That's guys- so sweet. To work with, even though, I mean, but also like, you know, you guys are really good friends and you're creative together. Mm-hmm. You know, have you ever had, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Bumps in the road and the friendship where it's like, I need to take a break from you. Or, you know, I think I'm, and then let me tell you why I'm asking that kind of thing. Cause I have a hard time working with people because I have a hard time compromising. Mm-hmm. And also learning to trust, like, my vision, right? Because I'm trying to figure out what do I want to say creatively and how do I want to say it. But if I automatically have to say that in conversation with you or in response mm-hmm. to you, I don't get to say what I want to say fully. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? And so I tend to, like, try to avoid it. But obviously, as you said, you know, you guys have been working together for 12 years and you guys have made so much together. Mm-hmm. Well, we have that weird kismet where – um we do usually like the same thing. Like, like if we think something works, we both think it works. Like it's very rare. Like actually this, this week we had a thing where one of us thought it worked and one of us didn't. And we were, we were always like, Oh, weird. Cause we never, cause we never have that happen. And we're like, okay, well let's scrap it. Let's start over. Cause hmm. we just usually are on the same page about wow. that stuff. And then we can like add to it. And we've also like found our roles more as things have gone on. Like, you know, the things that are my strengths or her strengths, we've kind of, we've kind of figured that out. And also, like, forgiving each other for being human. Mm. Which you have that's... to do in any relationship. You have to be yeah. like, well, that's just them being them or whatever. Like, like every, you have to do it with your parents and your boyfriend, you know. Yeah. It's just, I you feel... can't expect perfection. I know, but I don't, and I don't know. I feel like we don't do that as much. We, like, literally, like, culturally don't do that as much with friends as we get older. Meaning, right. you know, once you kind of get into your lives and start doing something, it's like if somebody is like not fitting whatever your vibe is right now. You just cut them and you're like, you they're toxic. Yeah. They're exactly. a narcissist. They're yeah, toxic. There's like they're no weird. kind of sense of like working on stuff because yeah. it's like, I got enough going on. Isn't that, like, I, th- I found that to be just like a Los Angeles thing. <laughs> I've noticed <laughs> moving out here that the, like for, in New York, there was a higher tolerance for people's uh, quirks. <laughs> and here it's like, if someone's bumming you out, you fucking cut the rope immediately. And wow. Is that true? I guess. I mean, I don't. Because right. <laughs> I'm morally superior to everyone. <laughs> but no, I, I think so. I mean, I because I think what we would say, because, you know, I think there's something about New York as a city that is we're all in a collective experience of being beat the fuck down. Yeah. So like we're all kind of on that same, I don't know, there's something there's like a camaraderie in it even with like a stranger. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. lock eyes with someone on the subway and you're like this bitch and they're like besties for the ride and then you never <laughs> speak again. Whereas LA because it is so linked with this business and this business is about a perception. Yeah. Right? Like I'm winning, I'm doing great. It's all right. happening. Right. I think people are a little more strategic about their relationships. That makes sense. And I, I feel like, I don't know if you guys feel this, but I, 
I feel like people always think I'm doing well when I'm only doing well sometimes. Like, I feel like I don't, and I'm not doing, I don't like put off, I'm not like, yeah, everything's amazing. Like I don't. And like people somehow have that, that thought about me. And like a few years ago when I had like just a bad run of things, like just a really the worst, like the worst year of my life. And I was such a bummer and people would be like, you're crushing it. And I'm like, what, (laughs) who are you? But my friends, like oddly, my friends did not cut and run. The people who were my friends, like, let me be a bummer for like a straight year. (laughs) And I was like, I feel like all I do is cry. And they're like, it's fine. It's good. And I'm like, okay. And then I, you know, stopped being a bummer eventually. But yeah, (laughs) I feel like I didn't, I didn't have that experience with like my core, like three people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How'd you get out of that year? Like, what was it just like? Time. Yeah, but there was no, like, magic trick. There wasn't, like, any, like, uh, car- adaptogens or powders you put in water. Or... N- not really, no. <laughs> it, I wish. No, it was just, like, that, like, uh, like you know, quotes from my dad, you know, <laughs> friends, and, you know, just, like, that, like, you just got to get past it, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Honestly, I feel like quotes from your dad almost sums up your disposition. <laughs> yes. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's 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 even if you do have like I mean a a year of of yeah. being bummed out it sucks, right? Even if you have that year, I it feels like you still radiate. Maybe that's why people think you yes. are that you're quote unquote crushing it even if right. you are living in a, a D hole depression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is you have the kind of the sheen of that's uh, so funny because it's definitely not intentional, but I know that I, I know that I do because people tell me and I'm just like, oh, weird, because that's not what's going on. But thanks. Like, <laughs> well, I think it's also because I, I agree with you, too. And people are like, you're crushing it. But I think it's like, <clears throat> excuse me, depends on how you live your life. I think, for instance, I don't live my life online when I'm when everything's terrible. Yeah. So you don't know. Right. So for all <laughs> intents and purposes, all you really see is like when I have a show or if I do a thing, I'm not mm-hmm. sitting here. Like you don't see me on the couch. Andy's not posting when I'm on the couch with like 12 tacos in front of me. And then I say, I'm so full. My stomach hurts. That's not what gets to, that's not on the main. That's not no. in the stories. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm not like that either. I don't really put vulnerable things online for the most part. Yeah. yeah. That everyone should have besides like a Finsta, there should be a, what's a, a Finsta. Uh, Oh, you're uh like a special Insta for those like in your inner circle friend oh. Insta, like you get to see the Finsta. Like I think a lot of uh, famous people will have obviously the front facing Instagram right. and then the like real deal. Got I had it. too many cocktails. Right. You know, whatever. <laughs> there should be this will never get out. Yeah. <laughs> or a Sinsta, depending on how, what either a depressing, a depressive Insta yeah. or a sad. Or a sad. Insta. So it's, mm. and it's just you at those moments. The so dark that moments. people can have a full picture <laughs> of your existence. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, call me. <laughs> like, I'm not doing well. <laughs> call me. Yes. Not well. I'm not able to call you right now because right. my self-centeredness has consumed me. Yeah. I can't move. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. Um, but now I feel like we have, I just wanted to ask about that because I feel like we have a, a picture, a better picture where you're coming from so that our listeners, as we answer these questions, uh, have a better context. Absolutely. Okay. They need to know cool. where you're at. They need to yeah. know who is giving them this advice. And that's what is so crucial. Cool. I mean, essentially my dad. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back after this. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Dear listeners, Andy here doing the ad read again. And today we're talking about me undies. As the male half of couples therapy, I was asked to do this one because... We're talking about boxers, which, and I hope I'm not breaking any confidences, Naomi does not wear. Now, if you're a podcast listener like me, you've heard plenty of ads for me undies, and frankly, I had always thought it's underwear. How special can it be? And then I tried them, and friends, it is like wearing magic. It is like wearing a dream. It is so soft, there is nothing earthly I can compare it to. I am embarrassed. Absolutely embarrassed to say I'm middle-aged and just finding this out, but the material your underwear is made out of really does make a difference. I won't say where I usually get my boxers from, but for comparison, me undies are like wearing a cloud covered in angel's feathers, and the other ones I wear are like wearing a bear trap smothered in puke. Me undies got style for everyone, from all black classics to fun expressive prints in sizes extra small to 4XL. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that actually care for their workers. Also, I gotta point this out. There is a particular technology that the folks at MeUndies would like me to discuss. Now, you know Naomi is sex negative and I am sex neutral. So I didn't want to have to say what this technology is. So I asked friend of the show, friend in real life, Mort Burke, to say the phrase. So, okay, here it goes. For any listeners with penises and testicles, I can say medical words, I can say medical words, you might be interested in me undies sophisticated contoured pouch and ball caddy. What's that again, Mort? They're incredibly comfortable contoured pouch and ball caddy. Wonderful. Thanks, buddy. Okay, soft underwear comes in all packages at MeUndies. So to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash therapy. That's MeUndies.com slash therapy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Can we take a minute and talk about Skims? Now, you know I'm a recent Skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims basics and foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office. Okay, I need my layers, but I'm still trying to look put together. And the soft, smoothing, seamless shirt is helping me get it right. And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray, and it is so friggin' soft and comfortable, and it's giving casual but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good in it. 
So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got in the new t-shirt shop. Hey, y'all. Wanted to pop in real quick and let you know that if you like what you hear and you want to support the show, there are a couple different ways. Most of our support comes from our wonderful Patreon community. For $5 a month, you get two bonus episodes of just us mostly spilling the tea mm-hmm. and occasionally searching for crazy bread in Los Angeles. Plus, lots of other bonus content. We love our page pals, and we couldn't do this without you. And if you want to join, go to patreon.com slash couples therapy pod. We also have merch, which includes Gotta Miss a Bitch and Jubu t-shirts, yeah. which you can find in the link tree in our Twitter or Insta bios. And for absolutely zero dollars, you can rate and review the show on Apple. Five stars, please. It'll only take 10 seconds, and it helps us tremendously. Okay, that's it. We love you deeply. Now back to the show. Got Ricky Lindholm, and she is going to help us handle your scandal, okay? Ricky, hmm. and listeners, we get questions uh, from Twitter DMs, Instagram DMs, voicemails, and also Gmail. And this one comes to us anonymous from Google Mail. <laughs> As we enter into a new phase of the pandemic, what with people slowly getting vaccinated, I find myself dreading a return to society. I mean, <laughs> this says I mean, period, just so yeah. clear. That wasn't just dramatic on my part. <laughs> I feel triggered when people say we're getting back to normal. I mean, this time next year, we won't have to wear masks. Triggered like I want to just turn on my heel and run away from them like they are the lunatic. Am I a lunatic? <laughs> so much love and respect to you and Naomi, dear. <laughs> Okay, love this person. Yeah. Don't really understand. Let me look at this because I'm like, this is wild. Okay, don't really love the term pandemic because she's not shortening anything. Kate, I mean, <laughs> Ricky. Good right, God. my name should be Kate. You're confirming my reality. Ricky, I say pandemic, honey. It's, you it's do? Canon. It's canon oh, for the podcast. I didn't know that. Sorry, pandemic. Okay, and we call Corona the Coco. Okay, okay, okay. That's what we do here. Naomi's a. I'm sorry about that. I'm an innovator. And you know what? Sometimes people don't always respect you. Elizabeth Holmes was vilified. <laughs> I don't know if that's I know. Who you I just like use. to bring her up because she's so silly. I don't know if that's who you want to use as. But wait, uh, what is the question? That's why I'm opening it. Like, what, uh, are, I, what are they? I like? think I understand her question. She's like, "Is it weird that I don't want things to go back to normal?" Uh huh. Okay. And I don't think it's weird. I think like people have had so much introspection and they've learned a lot about themselves and they don't want to go back to who they were. And I don't think you have to, I think you can go forward into who you are now and you can adjust your life. Like I want to do a lot more things on zoom. I don't want to do, I don't like, like this podcast and we should not do this in person. Like we should, it's just, it's just as easy to do it on zoom. And like, I like having more time to myself. I like not driving as much. I like not getting dressed up as much and caring about how I look as much. Like, yeah. There are lots of things that I don't want to go back to. I know. I was thinking, like, I absolutely will never go to a meeting in Santa Monica again. Mm-mm, not I a was chance. Like, Those should only be on the on Zoom. And then also, yeah. the few times I've done auditions over Zoom, 
I actually don't mind them, especially because ultimately they want to see what you look like on camera anyway. Yep. So they might as well watch you on a screen. But you, they can talk to you and have you adjusted. I was like, any of those things, that feels beautiful to me. But I don't want to audition in person again because it's it's not natural. Like It's like when, when you're on a film set, people aren't standing there watching you. They watch the monitor. They look at the screen. Like no mm. one, It's like a group of people staring at you. It's weird. If, it's, if they're nice enough to actually care. You yes, know, if they're, they're actually watching. Because like, yes. like, there was half the time it's like, I'm on my phone. Thank Wait, you. Wait, the movie Wait. I was in, it was just a bunch <laughs> of people staring at me. And they said there was a camera. I, couldn't, I didn't know what it was. Oh, my God, and honey. I was just, it was just me in my underwear. But honey. is that not what Did you, you get the money first or no? Uh, still waiting for it to be Venmo. Ah, yes. Venmo. <laughs> But that's not that's that's not your your guys' experience. No. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Oh no. No. But wait, Ricky. Yes. Is there something you learned about yourself besides just the this uh, this time stuff? Yeah. Right. Uh, is there something you learned about yourself that going forward, you're like, I'm okay. I'm now a changed person. I had this year. I've kind of like figured myself out in some way. Now I'm going to conduct myself like I've become a lot more Jewish. In affect. How does oh in affect? I was like, what ways does that manifest? Okay. It ways I wear three yarmulkes. And that was the pandemic thing. It was just over the last year. I just don't have the energy to like hold back, hold back, hold this, hold this energy back anymore. You can't so hold that just, back anymore. Yes. It's just very Larry David now. Yeah. There's a, a lot, lot of hand, hand, mo- hand yeah. motions. I love that. Uh, and just being like publicly, like I would like be. I think prior to the last year, I would be very demure in public and try to like, and now I'm done with it. Mm-hmm. I'm done being demure. Is there something like that for you? I So I know it's like a little bit of a repeat of what I said, but I think I feel a little annoyed when I've lived in LA for 20 years and the amount of times I've driven to Santa Monica for a meeting that went nowhere, like the amount of life that I've mm-hmm. spent in my car that I could have had like either creating something or having fun or being with people I care about the amount of time I've spent getting dressed up for things. I don't want to do that anymore. I want, I'm like, you know, I want to wear sweatpants when I go to meetings. I don't, I don't want to waste like so much of my life yeah. on that. I, yeah. and it, cause it's, it is, that's your life. And you, I've just it, like it's sucked away by, you know, driving to an audition and like waiting in the waiting room. I'm like, no, I'm going to make my own tape. Like it just you get so much more of your life back where, it, right. you know, I guess that hasn't really changed me as a person, except it's changed. It's made me annoyed about how much time I spent doing that stuff before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, after a year of having the Grim Reaper, like looking over all of our shoulders, <laughs> uh, it, it does kind of like uh, really bring into focus how much of our time we waste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give it to other people for no reason. Yeah. We thought we had to. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. no that's reason. That's yeah. true. Do you feel I like haven't grown name? or changed at all. So, <laughs> and that's just unfortunate. Uh, you know, I I had grand plans for this pandemic time, but I, you know, I am I I am not self motivated, and I'm not proud of that. Mm-hmm. I recognize the extent to which I have to figure that out, but like I don't know how to like. I think I'm just lazy. Like I do. do you know what like, though? I I don't. I think there's um. If you read that book, The Four Tendencies, Mm-mm. there's it's basically like the, these different personality types. And there are personality types that are more motivated um, in partnerships or groups. And that doesn't mean you're lazy. It's like if you have some people 
like, I don't like to work out unless I'm accountable to someone. Like, I just can't bring, I can't, I don't care. Like, I can't bring myself to do it. But if there's a trainer there, I'll do it. And so I I don't think that's, like, necessarily lazy as much as it is, like, maybe you're more of a person who thrives in partnership. It's interesting because I don't like working with people, but... I think my best ideas happen in conversation. Mm-hmm. Like when you and I famously talked about what I was going to do with this damn script that I'm struggling with. It's something about having to talk to somebody and also this feeling of, and especially cause like for me, it was very conscious. Cause I was like, I know, I don't know Ricky very well, mm-hmm. which means I will behave myself. Yeah. Meaning like, I'm not going to come to her and like mm-hmm. have, I'm not going to, for instance, and you know this, I'm not going to like get defensive when she has a suggestion that right. I don't like, I'm not going to like, storm off or like immediately be like fuck it i can't do it i hate everything right because because i don't know ricky like that she can't see all that no and you don't have to take any of my suggestions i'm not your boss i'm not your you know what i mean you can just see if it leads anywhere and if it doesn't there's no i brainstorm like i love brainstorming i need other people in order to be creative and Mm -hmm. my old roommate and i he's a drama writer and we brainstorm every we schedule brainstorms and we every idea i have i we'll do like a half hour with him to and, and vice versa. Cause I oh, need I other people. Like I'm not mm-hmm. like, I'm not as much of a self motivator like that. I need other voices. Yeah. So yeah, your, yeah. Uh, your old roommate, Vince Gilligan, creator of Better Call Saul. And, uh, it and is. Ben Isn't Breaking that Bad. crazy? I, I was a roommate of Stephen King and. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, uh, but are you guys scared to reenter? We, Naomi and I have been very strict. We literally haven't, gone anywhere except for Trader Joe's a handful of times <laughs> and that's it I'm not I I'm not, am I'm not exaggerating I'm very I'm not nervous scared. to go back out in the world because I think well what this year showed me is like I have a pretty small circle of people I need to connect with you mm-hmm. know what I mean people who I would actually who I'm like oh I wonder what they're up to let me hang out and so there's so many people where it's like a lot of the social situations I'm like it feels like work because I have to engage with people who I don't know very well. And so I'm like, am I going to ever go to a party again? Like, you know, there's something about it. Like I, I like seeing people one-on-one. I like having like friend hangs, but a lot of group stuff. I just don't know. I'm excited to go to a party. I can't wait to talk to a stranger. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I can't wait for cookies. (laughs) Go to a party and they have cookies there. One of the last parties we went to uh it was like a christmas party and they had cookies man that sounds Indeed. awesome <laughs> that sounds awesome i would love some cookies uh let's do a voicemail folks. i love okay. a voicemail you guys i love when you call in because i can hear your emotions as always the number to call 323-524-7839 so please give us a ring all right here we go hey uh andy naomi and guests uh, this is Olivia in Colorado, and I'm a Humongo fan. I know everybody says that, but truly, listener of the podcast for a long time, religiously, and, you know, it's truly one of the bright spots in this waking nightmare that has been going on now for a full year. So, thank you for, uh, being the best ever, consistently, every week. Um... Well, before I, you know, inundate you with my questions slash series of questions, it's a whole network, uh, I should probably network. say, uh, I'm 29, 
30 soon in the summer. <laughs> um, I have just moved to Colorado uh, for a PhD program, and it's very, you know, outdoorsy, very like hike, 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 trail run, trail run, trail run, mountain bike, mountain bike, mountain bike, <laughs> all of that, which is, you know, not so much my psties, but whatever. That'll come up later at the question, I suppose. Um, and, you know, I got out of a, like, relation situationship right before quarantine. So you can kind of do the math for how long it's been <laughs> since I have uh, gotten any of any kind. Um, so that brings me to my question, which are, do you think that it's possible now or ever to, like, meet someone not on dating apps like obviously that would be my preference but you know if i have to resort to the apps i have to resort to the apps and speaking of that speaking of resorting to the apps i need y'all i like i need serious coaching on how to just like be cool with those in the sense that i have this tendency to be like let's uh you know move fast let's you know have the full boyfriend girlfriend you know experience after, you know, not that many dates. And I feel like I need to improve that coming out of uh, quarantine and the pandemic whenever it's possible again to not, you know, scare anybody away. You know, like a guy's like a baby deer. You don't want to spook them, and I don't want to do that. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, the last thing, speaking of the, the outdoorsiness, the this, that, and the other, like I can pretend stuff. I've had practice pretending stuff before. Uh, should I, like, pretend to be like, oh, yeah, let's go on a three-hour hike if, you know, if that's what it comes to, if that's what I gotta do to... Oh, my. Okay. Wow. Got wow. cut off. There were so many things. There's a lot going on there, Olivia, but also I feel like I do know who Olivia is. By virtue this of that is why oh, yeah. we love the voicemails. Yes. This is why, Ricky. Yes, Ricky. Yes. Uh, uh, your what? What's your? Uh, you shook your head when Olivia said, "Should I not do the apps?" Am I right about that? Yeah, I I I have a couple thoughts. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. One, she should not pretend to like hiking because she's right. going to end up in a relationship with a hiker, and her life is going to be hell. Right. I don't like hiking. Like, just be yourself. Just be yourself and let the chips fall where they may, even if you're in Colorado. There will be people who are either also not hikers or okay with dating a non-hiker. I think you just be yourself. Um, two, I think she should make friends with the apps. Every, it's embarrassing for everyone. It's, it is. Like, nobody likes. I mean, there's, like, this very small section of people who like it. Any sort of normal person with that, that's, like, putting their heart out there, it's embarrassing. It's weird. It's it's vulnerable, it's awful, and it's currently the best way of meeting someone. Are you honest? Are you yourself on uh, Tinder, Raya, whatever? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe you I am. Do. Yeah, you Very have evasive. To do. Yeah. You have to be yourself on the apps. Well, you don't have to. There's um, plenty but, of, of uh, yeah. dipsticks out there that are... And then I'm also of two minds of her thing about wanting to be cool, mm-hmm. because I... I I'm a little torn because I don't know how uncool she is because part of me is like, is that her biggest asset? Like, does she meet the person who loves that about her? 
who she like says too much too soon and she's too in and she meets someone who's like that or someone who needs to be pulled out of their shell or she meets that match mm-hmm. or is it not who she is and it's acting out of like a place of desperation and if that's the case like yeah just like <laughs> just but I mean just like take a breath like be busy focus on your life mm-hmm. have a full life without that guy and you know just try to focus on that but like if it's just that she's romantic and and open-hearted like I don't I think she should maybe like take a chance and just be that unless she knows in her heart that she's being weird and desperate then yeah like try to take a breath call a friend call your mom are you open-hearted ready for love or are you a Naomi Andy a desperate walking open wound and that's what you have to figure out yeah which one is it yeah (laughs) I will I feel like the reason well this is what I say about apps Olivia too you just moved to Colorado. So maybe instead of using, you know, thinking like, I got to find a man, you know, these apps are going to be a good way for you to like see the city and meet different people. Because mm-hmm. again, you don't have a crew there. Because I think you can meet people in real life, but that's kind of once you get your footing and you have a social life and then you can meet the friend of a friend or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think the app, the apps are such a great way to just like get your feet wet and be like, yeah, I'll meet you at this brewery. And now you know where a cool brewery is or whatever. <laughs> like, I don't know. Cause like, he's also in like, don't they love breweries in Colorado? I don't know. I just made that up. I think but so. I think it's cause the one person I know who lives in Colorado owns a brewery. That's go. where I got that from. You, you know a brewer? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, th- I think you should think about the apps that way because Andy is someone who did grad school. Like, isn't the PhD like world very small like you're only gonna have what like 20 people in a cohort or whatever like it's not necessarily like you're not meeting a lot of people and honestly that's gonna be taking up most of your time yeah like i remember i was between teaching and uh my own classes I, that was like 60 hours a week yeah and wow. so there wasn't a lot of time for dating um yeah so i don't know and then if you're in a program you're gonna meet other grad students right well, yes, but again, it's like you may not necessarily want to be with the other grad students. Yeah, it's a small that's... pool. It's a small pool. But like from another department, date and there's there's <laughs> hey, here's good advice. The first good advice I'm of this entire thing. I'm gonna <laughs> take date it away. Another date a grad student in another department. You I can see. be in debt together. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Someone mm-hmm. who understands the brokenness. Yes, mm-hmm. or a professor in another, <laughs> in another department. department. Yes, yes. I I also think like, um, but speaking to that, as you're saying, being very busy, you know, and what you said too, Ricky, about kind of like focusing on your own thing. You got to put the sc- the grad school stuff first, and I would think in doing so, it will force you to kind of pump the brakes on, like getting really attached to somebody really quickly. Cause my thing about like a three or four date thing, you know, maybe cause I watch too much true crime and I believe <laughs> by the motto, you don't really know somebody until you see how they behave when they don't get their way. And yes! that takes time. That takes time. Three, four five dates. You know, you guys are still having like light fun, impressing mm-hmm. each other. You're not calling each other bitching about the person from work you hate. Yeah, sure. You want to be in a relationship with that person. Yeah. You ain't going to know the real for like three to eight months. Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't want you trying to like make a relationship with someone you just don't know yet. That's I have a thought I'm... about that as well. This is one thing that I've learned in the past few years is like 
people are like, oh, you know, once a cheater, always a cheater, looking out for these truisms. Like, I think one of the most important things to look for in a partner is someone who's not emotionally weak, where if they can't recover from a disappointment, mm. you're in trouble later. Because yeah. if if they're if they're emotionally weak, if they can't take care of themselves, they're going to make the weak decisions when things get tough. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be there for you. They're going to panic and be selfish and weird. And like, I, yeah. I think that's like the one of the biggest red flags is like, so you, I feel like you, you can't totally know until they're in that situation, like you said, but I think you can like ask questions and sort of see their patterns with stuff. Definitely. Yeah. Or People s- who are stuck on stuff or, you know. Yeah. yeah. Or create conditions where they will become disappointed at something. <laughs> Like like it's a rom com or something, right? And you set a trap a to, lot see of how, to see how they would react, right? Yeah. Maybe have them enter raffles, and when right. they're not chosen, how do they handle that? Do they break a window? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's also too like, or you know, to me, I remember a red flag to me back in the day was any time a guy was talking about a previous relationship, if he called that woman crazy, I was like, he gotta go. And it doesn't, even, it doesn't even have to be like a big, like, he's not like on a tirade per se, but right. I'm like, anytime a man calls a woman crazy, not only is it dismissive, but it's also like, what did you do to make her that way? Yeah. So anybody you in a relationship with and your takeaway is they're quote unquote crazy. That's all you have to say about them. Yeah. You did something. You did something. Yep. yep. <laughs> or, or you just, yeah. Or it's, it's like, I feel like a little bit like, Calling a man toxic is like the same as like calling a woman crazy where no one asks for an explanation. And it's like, well, wait, like what's the, what'd they do? Why is she, why is she crazy? Right. And everyone's like, oh, you know, just cause she is, <laughs> or, you know, yeah. She got so pissed when I cheated on her and it was like, <laughs> relax. Dude, she actually like so awful when I treated her like shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, sir. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. And I think it just takes time to know that kind of stuff. You got to just like, so that's why I would say slow your roll, but it's exciting to be in a new place and like meeting new people. And, you know, you do get to kind of restart your, you get to kind of do a little reinvention, you know, like maybe in the past you've been like, let's be together immediately. Maybe Colorado Olivia is like, all right, I got a lot of work to do. I'll see you next week. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. like that could be cool. Colorado Mm -hmm. Olivia. Yeah. What's your yes. best experience on an app and what's your worst experience on an app? We love that. I I I I just like don't have anything interesting on this one. I've never had <laughs> No, I just haven't. I've not had those awful dates from I just haven't had that experience. Like I just Is it either boring yeah. or great? Like is boring like your your um your low point? Uh like if a guy like is a quote bad date like just a boring dude. No, just sometimes it's just not a match. Do you know what I mean? Like the like I remember I had one date from an app. This was years ago, and it was it was kind of like that girl who like was like lumping me in with her, where <laughs> he was just like super late, and then he was just like negative, and and I was like, oh, so what do you what do you do? And he's like, well, I'm trying to be a director, but it's not working, and no one will hire me. And he's like, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, God. And I was like, oh, I'm an actress. And he goes, see, like, people like us, like, we just, like, no one will hire. And he kept, like, putting me in, like, the loser bin. And I, like, ne- I didn't have the heart to tell him anything. I was just You're like, like, I'm yeah. doing fine, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and he just assumed I'd never worked. He clearly hadn't Googled me, which I think is rude. I think you should Google someone. You, and, like, had a, a DVD yeah. of your IFC show on the yeah. table. Like, push it yeah. underneath the, like, placemat. Yeah. But that was a really weird one. That was, like... 
I yeah. I was just I just like listened to him complain about how bad our lives were going. <laughs> and then I paid for our wine and I went home. <laughs> oh my god. I was like, god. no, I got this. No, like he clearly wasn't doing well. So I'm like, no, I got this. Yeah, uh, that's a bad yeah. that's a bad experience. <laughs> See, right. you're but coloring it's not like, it. You're coloring it through your sunniness. So, right. It, well, it was just like I just hadn't even thought about it ever since. Like it was just like course. Reset, you know, it was like memory mm. of a goldfish. Beautiful. Yeah. Like, like, bye. Person. Like, yeah. That's funny, though. Yeah, no, he sounds terrible. Yeah. I hope he's thriving now, though. Yeah. See, okay. Oh, he, I, he definitely is. Those people always are. Just kidding. So. <laughs> Ricky, I think I totally understand you now. I wow. Think I, okay. get, I think I get it. At the end of the hour, because, he's got it. Because I'm, I'm similar, although mm. not, not the same, in the sense that, like, the bad stuff, mo- I mostly kind of just, like, forget about it. That's true. I'm mostly kind of like that's why I'm a very forgiving person, Naomi. Oh, okay. right. that's true. That's true. Literally, like because I don't like I just it's just like if it's if it's like terrible, like then I just don't hang out with that person again, or I don't right. like if they're like a true piece of shit. But outside of that, I kind of just like whatever their behavior is. If it's not too damaging, I, I just kind of like forget about it. I'm like, oh yeah, I literally thing. can't imagine a world where I would have let that guy affect my self esteem or outlook on love or what. He was just like not. Yeah, he was not important to me. Yeah, yeah. He didn't even Google me, so bye. Exactly. You know? exactly. He, he doesn't even know what he lost. <laughs> you know? Oh my gosh! Do you have your full name though? Uh, maybe not. <laughs> Actually, maybe I not. guess. I get look. Hey, for the future, you could also do a reverse image search. I suppose you could take a <laughs> screen cap of the person's yeah. thing. And- God, Danny, don't tell people that. Well, it's just funny, but I think you're right. They should never have your full name. We had Kirsten Vangsness on the show. Yeah, oh, she, I love her. She's so lovely, but she talked about how she like has a Google number for her for like online dating, so that the people don't even get her number. So they call this like Google, you know, like online phone number, I guess. Wow. And so that's how she will communicate. And she with tells them. them that she's she's yeah, yeah. honest though. She's like, hey, you're getting this Google number because I don't know you. Yeah, and then she'll do that for a little bit, and then it'll be like, okay. I'll see you in person. See, that makes sense because Criminal Minds was like such a huge show. It was mm-hmm. just like, she's like very famous. That was such a big show. I, I, I have a couple of friends who are on that show and it's just like mega fans. And like, I get why she would be protective like that. Wasn't that one of the second things I said to you? I said, Ricky, I saw you on Criminal Minds and it changed yes! everything. Yes. You. you were like a socialite. There was a guy who was like mystery, mm-hmm. like the dating guy. And you did some crying. You had multiple scenes. You weren't just I one did. person who gave them like one tip. You I, were yeah, there. I, you came back. Yeah. What a journey. <laughs> did I? I don't remember. You went on a journey. I just remember having to cry in the audition and like I, it was like my turn and I was like sorry I got, I'll be back in a minute and I just made them wait because I was like well I'm not a robot you know so I just wait. like went outside and just waited until I was crying and then I just came in crying and did the scene tell me what you did to make yourself cry um it was probably like whatever was going on at the time but you have a short memory Ricky right. I can't imagine you dredging something up that would make you cry in the no oh my gosh no I'm so sensitive I could I could cry thinking about the opening montage from up uh-huh. uh-huh. You know, like, I <laughs> I could kind of thinking about someone else's life. No, I can. Yeah. I can. Yeah. But it just, okay. like, I, I just couldn't do it with right. all these people staring at me. So I was like, I'm going out in the hall. I'll be back. Like. And then you came back. Yeah. You came yeah. back and you gave it to him. And they said, right. we love her professionalism. Right. Because I'm like, I just, I'm not a robot. I so. love that. That was a power move. Good Sensitive. to know. Yeah. But resilient. Sensitive but resilient. resilient. But resilient. Yeah. I feel mm-hmm. that was a very James Lipton question. Is that that guy? The. Yes, yes, inside the actor studio. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I just was very curious because I like 
had to do something recently where I had to cry and I didn't do it. <laughs> I just kind of put my head down. Especially because it's like, I just kind of put my head down. I was like, what? I was like, you want me to just like in my house? Like, I don't know. I couldn't. No, it's I didn't so even hard. Realize that and this thing, it. well, this thing was, you started the scene crying. So that's mm-hmm. a lot easier. That's why I went outside, started crying and I walked in. Cause that's how it would have been on set. Like you right, right, prepare, right. whatever. So it's so much easier to start a scene crying. Mm-hmm. Crying in a scene, I don't even know. Sometimes I do it, sometimes I don't. It just depends. <laughs> yeah. But like, as if you have to start one, like you, you just take as long as you need and then you yeah. start mm-hmm. crying. Well, I just, you I could definitely it. start a scene crying if you had to. Maybe. Sometimes. Totally I guess, yeah, I could find something to watch that would make me, I would like quickly on YouTube pull up something like a child walking for the first time who had never walked, you know, like, like anytime, like a dad, like, you know what I mean? Like when someone's like, where it's like, like someone coming home from war and seeing their dog and their dog is excited. Yes. That doesn't make me cry. That makes me just so happy. It's more like, for instance, like I was watching one where a man, he was a quadriplegic, but he really wanted to walk down the aisle to his wife. And so he had like this thing with like, like kind of like a brace. It kind of like, oh. you know what I mean? Like kind of motorized. And him doing that and her crying. I saw her cry. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I so you could do that it. and then yeah. action and start the scene. Starting a yeah. scene crying, you could do that in yeah. your sleep. You just watch that video. Action. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. It's crying I mean, in the middle of a scene that's hard, and I don't know how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it just yes, like, happens or doesn't happen. <laughs> that that movie and quotes I was in, I found it very easy to cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Andy, you didn't tell me you were abused. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky, yes. thank you so much for coming on the pod. Thank you for having me. It was really, really fun. Thank you. I said beyond thank you for being on the show. Thank you for... Uh, for uh, sunning us in your yes, disposition. Yes, the light. Thank you for Good. the energy, the Take light, it. the positivity. <laughs> we need it in this house, honey. Yes. Take it. it. Take it. Take it. Wonderful. All right, you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.